All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 19th of August. Here's everything that you need to know. You might want to consider the strong close on Wall Street overnight as you head into the trading session today. Stocks in the US climbed to a record as technology shares rallied and US housing data added to optimism over an economic rebound. In fact, US stocks completed the fastest ever return to a record after a drop of at least 20%. The dollar fell to the lowest in more than two years while treasuries advanced. Stocks in the Asia-Pacific region have followed suit with all three early rises starting strong. In the top news back home, Reliance Industries late last night announced that its subsidiary Reliance Retail Ventures has acquired majority equity stake in Vitalik Health and its subsidiaries, which are collectively called NetMeds, for a cash consideration of approximately 620 crore rupees. NetMeds is primarily engaged in the online pharmacy business. From the perspective of the buyer, that's Reliance, it's not the largest acquisition. The company's cash profit at the end of the financial year, ending March 2020, was nearly 71,500 crore after all. But then again, the online pharmacy space is likely to have a lot of competition in the near future, with Amazon recently having announced its foray and Flipkart expected to soon join the fray. Also, this is likely to be the first of many deals announced by Reliance Retail. Speaking of Flipkart, Walmart has said that the gross sales of Flipkart after resuming operations in mid-May when the government eased the lockdown curbs have exceeded pre-COVID levels. The American company's CEO, Doug McMillan, told investors that Flipkart's performance demonstrated the resilience of the business with growth in a challenging period. But while Flipkart might have rebounded quickly, a lot of other businesses are not following suit and are struggling. As many as 41 lakh youth in India lost their jobs due to the COVID-19 pandemic, with most job losses in the construction and farm sectors. That's according to a joint report by the International Labour Organization and the Asian Development Bank. In the regulatory space, the Reserve Bank of India has issued final guidelines for a new umbrella entity for retail payment systems, which will have the option to operate as a for-profit entity. Payment system operators and payments and technology service providers with three years of experience are eligible to apply and set up the new Pan-India platform according to the central bank's notification on its website. Now, the Indian Premier League is set to have a new sponsor. Dream 11 has won the IPL title sponsorship rights with a bid of 222 crore rupees, replacing Vivo for a 4.5 month deal. The fantasy gaming platform has been one of the sponsors of the IPL for a couple of years now. In corporate news, Yes Bank has said that it has repaid 35,000 crore rupees out of the 50,000 crore that it had availed from the Reserve Bank of India under the Special Liquidity Facility. While announcing its earnings for the quarter ended June, it had said that it had paid 25,000 crore rupees to the RBI in July. 
Sunil Mehta, the non-executive chairman, told shareholders that the bank had repaid 35,000 crore rupees of dues to the RBI as of date and the remainder would be repaid within the timelines set by the central bank. He said this in the company's annual report. In more corporate news, the Bombay High Court has temporarily restrained Imami from using the mark Glow and Handsome till further orders. Hindustan Unilever had sought a restraining order against Imami to prevent it from using the Glow and Handsome mark or any other mark containing such words in grooming, skincare or cosmetic products. The Bombay High Court said that Prima Facie, HUL is the prior adopter of the mark. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. If it was 350 points on Monday, it was 550 points on Tuesday. And that quantum of recovery in the Nifty Bank propelled the Sensex and the Nifty to a five-month high. On to stocks today, and there are lots of them. Z Entertainment's June quarter results were below analyst estimates. However, the management has sounded optimistic of margins returning to 30% levels from FY22 and the advertising revenue to start reporting growth from the third quarter of FY21. India Bulls Real Estate and Embassy Group signed a definitive merger document late Tuesday night and I have three important takeaways for you. First, the swap ratio will be 6.169 shares of India Bulls Real Estate for every 10 shares held in NAM Estates, which is the promoter entity of the Embassy Group. Second, shares of India Bulls Real Estate are being valued at 92.5 rupees a share, which is a 25% premium to Tuesday's closing price. And third, the Embassy Group will hold a 44.9% stake in India Bulls Real Estate post the merger, while the existing promoter group will hold close to 19% stake. More details on this deal will be available on our website, BloombergQuint.com. Phoenix Mills has approved raising 1100 crore rupees through a share sale. Based on the terms accessed by Bloomberg, the indicative price for the same has been set at 605 rupees a share, which is a 6.4% discount to Tuesday's closing price. A few names from the broader market space like Hindustan Aeronautics and Uflex will be reacting to their June quarter numbers reported after market hours on Tuesday. Amongst companies reporting earnings today include Muthoot Finance, CSB Bank, V2 Retail, Barma Lorry and Ruchi Soya. The three stocks that I'll be watching out today include Dilip Bildkorn, whose JV with HCC has won an order in Uttarakhand from the Railway Cars Nigam worth over 1300 crore rupees. Centum Electronics, who has sold the energy division of its French subsidiary for a total consideration of 9.8 million euros. And third is Ashok Leyland. And on a day when India's largest logistics player said that it will not buy new trucks, the stock ended 9% higher and gained for the ninth straight day. The stock has risen 40% in the last nine trading sessions. And here's some piece of news that you may want to take heart from. Although the DII selling extended to the 12th straight day on Tuesday, the 373 crore figure was the lowest since the first trading session this month, which was the 3rd of August. Initial trades on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index is trading 20 points higher and above the mark of 11,400. You can get more details on all these stocks in our All You Need to Know copy. And with that, I wish you a safe day ahead. And it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 